Live from the DGS studios in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania, this is the Rut Report with your host, PA Rut Brad and PA Rut Mike. Take it away, gentlemen. What about PA Rut Rob? Yeah, PA Rut Rob is not a yeah. deal here. <laughs> I'm not part of this gang. I'm not part of the gang. He didn't interrupt you, though. In, in, in all fairness, PA Rut Mike is not here. PA Rut Rob yeah. is here. Unfortunately, PA Rut Mike did not <laughs> make it tonight. And we, we have, we have, we have with us a very special guest, Brad. You, you're good at the uh, intros. You can tell us who's coming, so I can do the sound. We have a great special guest here tonight, uh, Rattler Doug. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we got the that's Rattler in there. Yeah, that's good. All right, we that have Rattler, we have Rattler Doug here. Um, for proper he wait, wait, for for proper context, good. that is a actual rattlesnake rattle that. He must have cut off the tail of something. Yes, I did. Or a, you know, not something, <laughs> cut a off the rattlesnake. Tail of something. Yeah, so, <laughs> cut off the tail of something. It's probably like a dog or a cat. <laughs> Neighborhood um, felines. So, at any rate, we have... <laughs> we have... Peter. Rattler Doug here. Um, he is from uh, West Loop Wrangler. Um, it's his own uh, uh, business uh, webpage. He sells rattlesnake tongs. Um, uh, he hunts rattlesnakes. He's also a predator hunter. Uh, hunts uh, coyotes, uh, fi- uh, foxes, bobcats. Fioxes. Uh, fioxes. Fioxes um, are new to this county. They are There's, new um, to Pennsylvania. <laughs> government. The government put them in there. A lot we can talk about today. Um, but first, before we talk about anything else, um, we want to thank Brother Roy for being here last week um, for our episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, we talked a lot about Wait. morels, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. food plots, uh, ma- land management. And a lot of things that you guys could be uh, really intrigued on and, and, and educated on if you listen to that episode. Of, of course, I was. Um, I'm not a big land and management guy uh, until last week. I uh, learned a lot of things uh, that could possibly happen uh, with my property. It's a beer. Uh, so check it out. Um, that was episode four. Episode four. Give it. Give an additional plug to uh, Brother Roy. After after last week's podcast, he gave me a uh, a a grocery bag full of morel mushrooms to take home and do with what I pleased. Yeah, I just found out about this. I oh, didn't yeah. get any morels. You're sour. I know you're sour about That's it. It's okay. No, he's he's teaching me to be a better hunter. That's he all is. he's doing. That's he's all he's doing. Teaching you to be a better person. <laughs> better hunter. Better person. Better morel hunter. <laughs> so he gave and me. We a, will talk about this later. With he, gave, <laughs> <laughs> he gave me. He gave me a. Uh, a bag full of morel mushrooms, which I then in turn took to work with me and grilled them up on the grill outside on a Friday and fed to all of our employees. And probably 90% of them had never even seen or knew what a morel was. And at first glance, were really freaked out. Said, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm not touching that." They are kind of freaky looking. That. I'm not, I'm not. I don't even want to give it a shot. And I convinced at least half of them to try it, and oh, they, 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 they were. Uh, Hooked, hooked. They want they want morels every year. They want morels every week. We have a cookout every week. I said that's not going to happen. But tell him to follow Roy's truck around. Nope, there is no following, <laughs> brother Roy. We warned you about that last week. He has he he's put a couple pictures of himself up on our Facebook page, uh, uh with bags, bag garbage bags full of morels. But if you follow him, it's likely your tires will get shot out or. Something, He's, he is will, in the something will happen. process of changing his name to Brother Roy on Facebook. Brother Roy. <laughs> so anyway, we're here today in a, in a new episode. 
Uh, we're going to talk about uh, rattlesnakes, uh, their dens, um, seasons, um, what you're allowed to or to not do, um, predator hunting, um, different calls you can use, uh, when you can hunt, uh, the projected rut of 2015. Um, that'll probably come in our second part of our episode. And um, there's a lot of things we can we can discuss during those, and I'm sure it's going to fill our time. So uh, why don't I introduce Doug, Rattler Doug, right now. Um, say hello, Doug. Good evening, good evening. Thanks for having me on the show tonight, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. So we were talking earlier, I have this rattlesnake rattle in my hand that uh, Rattler Doug brought out of his car. So every time we say his name, you'll hear and I do a little fade away. I do a little fade away. You and can't. It's, it's, and that's Robbie that's running. Robbie running. That's Robbie running. <laughs> it's not just it's, it's just not me running away. It's anytime anybody hears a rattlesnake. Typically. It, it sounds like this. Typically when rattlers. And that that fade away. That fade away. <laughs> rattling you running, at you. You need you to get away. Fast, not the yeah. rattler. Not the rattler. All right. So anyway, Doug, uh, we're going to. Um, how did you get into rattlesnake hunting? I know that a, a lot of people, I would say the majority of people. Um, that are hunters in Pennsylvania do not even think about rattlesnake hunting? Um, well, I think a lot of guys in PA, um, the guys know what's going on with the, with the deer herds and everything else. And he, here's how I got into rattlesnake hunting. First and foremost, I'm, a, I'm an outdoors man at heart. I love being outdoors. I love hunting. Um, I'm a very avid archery hunter. Um, and probably about five years ago, I just got sick and tired of seeing everybody in the woods while I was hunting. So I picked up a uh, predator hunting. Um, you know, you're hunting at night, which is great. PA, still one of the very few states you can still hunt at night for predators. Um, so got into that and uh, just kept going with it, predator hunting. Um, and, uh, you know, I just... There's nothing to hunt in the summertime, so, uh, you know, obviously I'm a predator hunter, and uh, I like trying new things, so I just got hooked into rattlesnake hunting, and uh, man, I've been hooked ever since. Um, it's, a, it's a great time. I'm sort of a, uh, I'm a bit of a, a little bit of an adrenaline junkie, per se, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's why, that's why you went yeah. out of, after the rattlesnake. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, what, what can I hunt that's the most dangerous thing in Pennsylvania? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What the heck? Let's when go you rattle, rattlesnake. I mean, did you come up on a rattlesnake? Did you, um, did you, while you were hunting other game, turkeys, or for instance, um, did you come up on a rattlesnake and you were like, oh, holy no, heck, I can hunt these things? Actually, or, n- no, I didn't. Um, I just... You know, probably about four years ago, I just, uh, I wanted to start something new. So, uh, I pretty much hunt everything there is to hunt in PA. Um, so I figured, you know what, let's pick up rattlesnake hunting. Uh, I like, I like starting something new. I sort of like trying to be the pioneer of something new for say. Um, I like doing stuff nobody's doing around here. Um, well, that's a fact. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you guys are living proof of that, which is cool. Um, so I, you know, I, I just bummed a set of snake tongs off my neighbor actually one year and uh just started cruising the mountain and found some rattlers and just just a lot of infield studying on you know finding their dens finding them time of days places um it's really nothing you can read on and learn how to do it you know just kind of from experience it, it's uh i, I learned all your time ex- in 
I learned all from experience. Yes, I did. And, uh, I got to say my, uh, my uncle, um, and I'm going to, I might miss a date here, but I want to tell you in like 78, uh, my uncle was the, uh, Pennsylvania state record holder for the largest rattlesnake. Ah, nice. Yes. How, how, how large, how large was that rattlesnake? I, if believe, you remember. It was, I believe it was 72 inches. Mm-hmm. Brad, a sh- math question. Huge mo- don't how many no. feet? <laughs> no. 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 How many feet is seventy-two inches? Six feet. So you know, Close hey, enough. you know what though? Like today, like I, I have, you know, I, I've found six footers. I've had six footers um, in my tongs. Um, you know that record's surpassed, obviously. Um, but uh, you know, it's a, it, it's a like a getting back to where I was at before, as far as a, like I'm a bit of a drilling junkie. You know, there's nothing like. You know, standing out on top of the mountain, on the top of power rocks or brush, wherever, you're by yourself, you're at a den site, you got a half a dozen to a dozen rattlers beating their tails, they're ticked off, they're scared, they want to bite you, you're two hours from your truck, you're by yourself, if that doesn't get your heart pumping and your blood flowing, then nothing's gonna. I, gonna, I would run, you know, however. It's good stuff, it's good stuff. We know? have, uh, we like have, that. we have Rattler Doug here that embraces it and uh and, and loves this uh, i'm not sure that i would love it i hate snakes i hate snakes i was out morel hunting the other day and i saw a snake there and i'm not sure what kind it was it wasn't a rattler um it was it had a green back it had a it had a white uh i'm sorry a, a black body and a green back white back and, yeah sorry that's oh, called a garter Snake. Car no, snake. It was in a he ran. <laughs> he ran like hell. So no, there was no gardens around. Scream like no, no, a girl no, and no, ran no, like no, hell. No, not garden snake. Garter, Garter snake. snake. Well, yes. I'll tell you what. I saw it there, and I was sitting there on my knees searching for morels, and uh, I looked over, and my hand was very close to this thing, and uh, I decided to back out of that morel spot. He almost, he almost got bit. Almost. <laughs> I don't think it was. It wasn't aggressive, and I wasn't going to get aggressive with it. I got that's a, for sure. I got a. I got a good snake story. It's a little bit of a spinoff, that's but no one will it's, remember your name. <laughs> it's a little bit of a spinoff, but uh, it's humorous nonetheless. So I had a ball python for two or three years as a, a as a pet, and uh, had it while I was in college. And I came home for I think it was Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever it was. And uh, you feed ball pythons what they call pinkies, which are little white mice. Yes. So I had gone to the pet store and bought a box of pinkies. And I came home, and we have a German shorthair. That is a very good bird hunter. But uh, nonetheless, bought the box of pinkies. uh, And one of the... One one of the pickies, one of the pickies chewed its way chewed its way out of the box and was running around the house. So every forty five minutes, the uh, German shorthair would go on point for no reason at all and just stay on point for like <laughs> two or three minutes at a time. We were all like, "What? The, what's going on with this dog?" Uh, so uh, after after the fact, we found out that it was actually pointing out the uh, pinkies that were running around the house. So the pinkies probably died in the house but it's a nonetheless a humorous story that's a very good that's story a good story that's not a good yeah that's a good story i'm officially dumber for having to listen to that right now <laughs> <laughs> so is the rest sorry of the robbie 
<laughs> on a <another laughs> on another note, I'm sorry, but um, I'm staring at the TV right now. It's good stuff on the TV. It is. It Ooh, is. Whoa. Yeah, it's a mean on another note, uh, the oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, let's 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 explain to the uh, listening audience what rattlesnake tongs are. Some people. I think the best person to explain that would be Doug. Get out of here. You cannot. Rattler Doug. <laughs> Rattler, Rattler Doug. <laughs> To explain his own product, maybe we could have Timmy. Me? Maybe we could have Timmy do it. They didn't want a snake at his house today. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I didn't, Timmy, I didn't. I did not bring you a snake in your house, but I can if you want me to. You just let it, me know, bud. Explain, explain to the listeners, rattle, rattler, Doug, what a uh, rattlesnake tongs are. Do you wear shin guards? Why you use them? I do not wear shin guards like that fella. Um, I do, however, wear snake boots, uh, just for the simple fact of sometimes how. Close you are, and you don't realize it. Sometimes you're actually standing on a rock, and there's a rattler between your feet. So, uh, you know, a set of boots coming up to your knees, uh, pretty proactive. It's not a bad step to take, to be honest with you. Um, you know, 150 bucks, 3,500 dollars for anti venom. It's sort of a no brainer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, but at any rate, yeah. Uh, rattlesnake tongs. Um, Actually, the, the, the tongs that I manufacture are not strictly designed just for rattlesnakes, uh, any snake of any type. Um, you know, rattlers, copperheads, garter snakes, milk snakes, corn snakes, whatever you have. Uh, they're they're very universal. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna but, use I'm gonna use them for beer beers. <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, it's basically a very simple tool. It's got a uh, on the one end, like a, it's got a, a pistol grip end on the one end, uh, which is which which fits in your hand. Um, the bottom end has an open jaw with sort of a pitchfork setup. Um, the pitchfork setup was a uh, an idea sort of spun off here, um, just in designing these. Uh, works great for just pulling them out by the tail, something of that nature. Um, so uh, you, you, my 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 tongs that we manufacture fifty two inches long. Um, which keep you uh, keep you in a pretty good safe distance from the snake for those that are uh, looking at getting into the sport but a little hesitant on the rattlesnake. Uh, with the pitchfork system we have and the curved head, uh, you can probably gain yourself about two to three more foot of uh, distance from the, uh, the rattlesnake or whatever snake you're uh, pursuing for whatever reason. But, uh, yeah, pretty simple tool. Not too expensive. Uh, good stuff. Oh no! <laughs> I was gonna put my hand up here to grab the grab the tongs with my hand so you can take a picture uh, of it. Brad's making these really uh, awkward hand movements. Yeah, so. I'm not, I'm not as, I'm as not, though anybody's uh, supposed to be able to interpret what he's trying to. So you can see how big the tongs are. See what it does. Go ahead, grab my hand so you can take a picture of it. Can I keep squeezing? Squeeze yeah. harder. Yeah. Can I keep squeezing. You yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> PA rep Brad. Is so now. we're taking a picture of it just to get the thing down. Now um, and you're going to be able to find these at uh, westloopwrangler.com. That is westloopwrangler.com. Um, but just don't, let, don't, you know, don't. A plug out there. Yeah. Don't look now, though, because the site's not up. Yeah, the pretty, site's not up pretty, 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 pretty soon. He is manufacturing these things right now. Um, it's a good product. Um, we'll say that. We'll say this. We if you are collapse on my hand, is definitely going to catch a snake. If you are, if you are <laughs> American made. If you are, if you are listening made and you are USA. interested and you uh, are yeah, wanting to go out and wrangle the mighty rattlesnake, um, go to parepreport.com on the contact us page. Just fill out that form. Let us know that you want a little bit more information about what 
Rattler Doug is talking about here, and we can feed you some. Or if you want a pair of snake tongs, we can forward that on. Well, to that as well. Rattler that Doug. as well. That as well. Yeah. Make that happen. So uh, if you if you now, get if you get bit by a rattlesnake, how much time do you have till you're dead? First of all, do you have anti? <laughs> do you do you have, do you, do you, till your death? Till you're dead. Do you do you have a kit with you? Uh, a, a either a. Um, what do they call kits? An extractor, an extractor kit? kit. Yes, an extractor uh, kit. No, I don't. Um, talk to you. S- should. No, no, no. This is ridiculous. So. Yeah, come on now. Rattlesnakes. Hey, hey, hey uh, just silence up here a second. You can't run. <laughs> hush, <laughs> hush, you Brad. Can't run. You can't run that fast. Brad. Hey. Uh, any rate, I talked to a couple doctors. You know, and you hear all kinds of different. Everybody has their own opinion. You know, some people say you know putting a tourniquet on is the worst thing you can do. You know, say you get bit in the finger in the left arm, left finger, you know, putting a, putting a tourniquet on is the worst thing you can do because you're going to restrict all the poison just to that limb. You know, let the poison get through your body sort of dilute. You know, every, everybody's got their own opinion on what do you do when you get bit by a copperhead or a rattlesnake. And the best thing you can do, you just keep calm and get to the hospital. It's that simple. Brad wants to know, PA rep Brad wants to know what happens when you get bit by a garter snake. I know what happens. It what just kind hurts. of ba- that's it. What kind of band aid do you put on that? A little that, neosporin. I don't even think you put, I a didn't Diego, put a Diego, Diego band aid. <laughs> Diego band aid. <laughs> <laughs> I got bit. It hurt for a second. That was it. Brad got Brad got bit the other day. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big snake guy. I hate snakes. Afraid of snakes. I hate snakes. Somebody's gotta snakes. like them, right? right you, should, snakes, you should. You should. You should like my nine millimeter for a reason. You should light snakes, but you should respect what it is that they are and what what kind of damage you can incur by messing around with them. So an extractor kit. Let's just explain what that is real quick. Um, if you do purchase an extractor kit, get hit, and you're out there pretty deep in the woods. Um, what is an extractor kit? What do you cut to cut your skin? And, and yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm what? not going to say if you're if you're getting it. You know, if, if you're going if you're going out, I wouldn't say an extractor kit's a bad idea to take with you. Um, it's you know, it basically consists of sort of like a, a rubber style tourniquet. Um, it's got a uh, like a razor blade in it, um, and it's got uh, basically a syringe that works backwards. Um, and it's got like an oversized head on it. Basically, uh, yes, that. <laughs> they, can't see, they can't see that, though. I'm just pointing at it. That right there, if you can all see that. I think, that. I think it's funny. I think it's funny that they have mosquitoes on there. It's yeah. Like, hmm. Rattlesnake or mosquito. All they give you is a tourniquet, you know, so let's just say you get, you get bit in the toe because you're stupid and you're hunting snakes in your bare feet. Uh, so you get bit in the big tail and the left foot. So you wrap the tourniquet around your, your knee. Uh, you take the razor blade. You sort of enlarge the bite area. You make a larger cut. And you take the syringe. And you try to suck some of the poison out. Um, it, I can't say it's not a, a bad idea. I mean, hey, if you can get a little bit of poison out, that's good. Um, but you might be spending more time actually... More energy, getting your heart rate up, getting your blood flow pumping. For the 15, 20 minutes it's taking you to get this stuff on you and do it, then what it, you know, in 20 minutes you could have been that much further back to your vehicle on your way to anti venom, you know. 
It's not bad to take with you, but don't plan on saving your life. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, the biggest part for me would be cutting the wound. I mean, I guess if it's a life or death situation, you're going to do whatever the heck is possible to save your own life, but take the razor blade and cut the wound bigger. Um, I've heard that guys who got bit with or from a rattlesnake, it feels like them driving nails into your skin. Um, now, I don't know if that's at yeah, all been, accurate because I've never been bit. Um, yeah, but. I'm pretty fortunate. I haven't been nailed yet by a copperhead or a rattler. I'm sure my days are numbered, um, like anybody that deals with this kind of stuff. But, yeah, my, uh, my, my, my conversation with guys that have been bit previously, copperheads uh, feel like a kerosene burn in an open cut. And rattlers feel like diesel fuel in an open cut. Uh, copperhead being a lot worse. So, um, you know, it's it's <clears throat> the snakes sometimes get a misconception. You know, people always think that uh, you know, see a snake, shoot it, kill it. You know, only good snakes a dead snake. You know, um, no, I don't. You know, obviously, I don't think that way. But uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like anything else, you know, um, if you know what you're doing and you're careful and you respect it, you know, you're going to be okay. Um, my advice to guys that are trying to go out there their first to second year, uh, wet behind the ears for say, and they want to start snake hunting. Greenhorns. Greenhorns. Yes. Um, you know, that's. You know, talk to some guys that got some experience, you know, see if they'd take you for a day or two. Because I'm telling you what, I mean, if, if you happen to get hooked into a den site, I mean, you don't know what you're doing, you're going to get nailed. It's that simple. Because you get in a den, there's not one or two snakes there. There's multiple snakes there everywhere. And you're going to get nailed if you don't know what you're doing. Or you don't have your wits about you. So the you have a spider on your forehead, by the way. Do I? <laughs> Do I really? I got something growing there. I think it was a fuzzball. 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 Could have been a spider. <laughs> At any rate, it wasn't a snake. I'm black go. widow. You got a black widow on your forehead. Um, it's a baby so rattler, Robbie. To baby. <laughs> Watch out, Brad! It's coming right for you. To um. Age and rat, age a rattler. Uh, does it, I mean, I know that the well, I don't know this from what I hear. It's the amount of what, rattles, rattles on the rattler, or is it how big and they long they are, round they are? How do you age a rattler? My uh, my education uh, consisted of a diploma when I graduated twelfth grade. So I don't have a herpetologist diploma. <laughs> I'm not a certified herpetologist, but uh, I've heard several different re several different ways that you can uh, age a rattler. One by its rattlers, and one by its uh, subsidal scales. There's the scales on the bottom of it. Um, the subsidal scales are scales that also have to meet the Pennsylvania Boat and Fish Commission's criteria. Um, I believe it is, don't quote me on this, but 24 is sticking in my head for some reason. 42 inches in length from the back of the head to the tip Bless of the tail. And 24, like I said, don't quote me on that, but I think 24 subsidy scales on their belly. 
And basically what they're trying to do is those are all male snakes. Um, they're trying, obviously, to eliminate the harvesting of any female rattlesnakes just for breeding purposes. Um, That's what I was going to ask you next. You know, okay. not too long ago, they, the Pennsylvania Boat and Fish Commission lifted them off the endangered species list. Um, you know, a couple years ago, you couldn't even hunt these things. So, season-wise, um, when does it start? Well, I, I, is, there a closed se- is there a closed season? Yes, there's a closed season. The season's only roughly about a month long. Um, without looking at my calendar in front of me here, I'm thinking it's like the first week of June to the last week of July. Um, one, what you, you, with, a, with a venomous snake permit, you, re, you acquire that from the Pennsylvania Boat and Fish Commission, um, and you have to have a fishing license to get your, uh, your venomous snake permit. Your venomous snake permit allows you one rattle snake and one copperhead. What? Okay. So what is the benefits of keeping a rattlesnake, keeping a copperhead? What, what are the benefits? Is there any? Have you, do you, I mean, you eat them. I've never eaten a snake, so. Yeah, I mean it's like any 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 avid outdoorsman. I mean it's the it's the hunt too. You know, I mean the uh, yeah. And I I never ate copperhead. I don't know if anybody's ever ate copperhead. I'm sure somebody has, but I don't know. I'd like to know what it tastes like if you have. But uh, you know, rattlesnake. Yeah, a lot of guys. You know, they'll deep fry it, uh, grill it, barbecue grill it. Um, you know, plus a lot of guys. You know, flush, flush them out. Uh, you know, taking the taking the hides and like, you know, doing a belt wrap, a, hel- uh, a hat wrap. Some guys are doing uh you know, wrapping the sleeves on their on their rifles, their slings. Um, a lot of cool stuff you can do with the. So it's uh, all about the rattlesnake skin, basically. It, the the meat's pretty much. The meat's sort of incidental to the hunt. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, and you can keep one per one. per per season. One per season. One per season. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. I mean, one per day. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of them. I'm going to hunt these so things. So many of them out there. Like, what if you catch one the first day you're out and you liked hunting these things? You're I guess back, it's the same thing with the buck. Out. You put it back. I guess it's the same thing with you the buck. You let it pass. You let it pass yeah. until you find the biggest uh, now, you know, you darn know, rattlesnake like, like in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is so screwed up. I say you should be able to keep as many of them as possible. Well, kill them all. <laughs> I disagree. You contact the game commission. See what you can do. Last year, last year, buddy and I go out, and uh, it was a Saturday. We get out, and uh, one day, one site, we pull nine out. Pull nine rattlers out in about fifteen minutes. One day, and one you take site. Pictures nine of these rattlers. Fifteen minutes. Yes. Um, you just picture them. They're all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Now we put them all back. So if you're looking, if you're looking at terrain or where you want to go, if you're if you're a newbie rattlesnake hunter, what do you what do you look for? What kind of areas? What kind of terrain are you? Rattlesnakes are sort of a, they're they, they don't want bothered. You know, it's not too often you find a rattlesnake in your backyard if you live in the country. I'm not saying you won't. You will. I've heard. I know people that have. But you're going to find rattlesnakes. They're dark forest snakes. They like shade. They like sun. They have to regulate their body temperature. They got to be in the sun. They got to be in the shade. You're gonna find rattlesnakes, you know, in in, in this area of Pennsylvania. You're gonna find them, and I'm gonna give you one tip 
on rattlesnake hunting where to find rattlesnakes. One, Get your no pets out. One tip and one tip one only. Tip. This is like a uh, this is like a trapper giving you a tip. Pay attention. Ooh, pay attention. Um, you're gonna find rattlesnakes on eastern sides of the mountain, and I'm not gonna explain. If you have a brain between your ears, you'll figure that one out yourself. All right. Eastern side of the mountain. Yes. The eastern side of the mountain. If you have a brain, you'll figure it out. And it has something to do with the sunshine. Sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) Think back to what I just said. They got to regulate their body temperature. So that's the best place to start looking. Um, Yeah. No, at any rate, yeah. You're going to find dens and whatnot on eastern sides of mountains. Um, Because that's, you know, the sun comes up first. It's going to warm that side of the mountain up first. They got to get the heat in their system um to regulate their their blood temperature so uh excuse me um terrain wise um you know we can i find dens in different locations i find dens in rock piles i find dens in just brush piles um there's no real rhyme or reason they're going to stay somewhere relatively close to water but not you know they're not a low water snake like a copperhead um they're going to hang close to the water, but they're going to want the elevation for the sunlight, you know, through the afternoon, early morning, afternoon, late afternoon, you know, keep their body temperatures regulated. And that's the only tip I'm going to give you. Don't ask for any more. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know who you are or where you hunt. Just to let you know that, Rattler Doug. Well, we do, but nobody else does. Um, we're going to take a short break. Um, we just want to... Uh, throw out a couple of plugs here real quick uh before a break and it is uh westloopwrangler.com if you're looking for uh snake tongs you're looking to get into uh, rattlesnake hunting uh westloopwrangler.com you can get your snake tongs there um any questions you have i'm sure he'll have a question or a or a uh, email thing on there um for uh for a uh, r- rattler doug um we're gonna throw out a uh, plug for uh hungamonga broadheads uh, com, uh, and of course parutreport.com check us out we have our new website up and running uh, thank you all for tuning in we'll be back in a few minutes hey, thank hey. you hey
Sunday, baby. You ain't worried my life. <laughs> Back with PA Rut Report. We've got our man Rattler Doug here, special guest. PA Rut Rob, PA Rut Brad. No PA Rut Mike tonight. PA Rut Mike can't be here tonight, unfortunately. We love him. Give him a shout out real quick. <laughs> saw, you're, love, saw you're sitting on your butt tonight, PA Rut Mike. We love him. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> we love, we him. love you, brother. Um. <laughs> Has to have to do it right, right, right as we start. Right as we start. It's perfect timing. Um, it's okay. Uh, we we that was uh, a Coca Cola. We're gonna come back in. Um, Coca Cola, Bush a Bush Coca Cola. We're gonna come back in. We're gonna come back in with half. Some, Go ahead, Robbie. You want to? We're gonna come back in with some gross. Something you want to do? Gross. Something. I do want to do something. Oh yeah. I want to do a lot of things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of different things, but oh, yeah. but. But well, we're going to come back in with some gross self-promotion for PA Rut Report. So we got a new website. Um, if you go to parutreport.com, you can check it out. Uh, well, we got some pictures up there of some monster bucks that have been shot in Pennsylvania over the last two years that we've gotten uh, submitted to us um, through our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash or slash PA Rut Report. Uh, we get about... 2,000 pictures a year submitted to us primarily in archery and rifle season of harvest throughout the state. Uh, if you go to the site, check it out, PARreport.com. Brand new. You can uh, see a lot of those pictures if you go to the trophy room link on our page. Those are the uh, largest, largest of the largest bucks that have been shot in the state over the last couple of years. Um... But if you go to the site, you can check uh, the the big bucks out. You can also uh, find out what's going on throughout the state in relation to outdoor events. Um, you can submit topics, questions, uh, anything you want to talk to us about. Go to the Contact Us page and fill out the form. Let us know what you want to hear about. Check out our partners, uh, companies that... Uh, or if you, have a, if you want to get on there and... Uh, submit an event that you're holding um, in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, contact info and, and tell us what it's all about. Uh, we'll contact you back and get more information about it. Um, there is a contact, <laughs> of course, um, an email uh, through Raw that comes to all of us. Um, uh, but the site is up and coming. Um, up and coming. Kind of not up We're going to have more the stuff on up. there. Uh, the site is up. We have exciting stuff coming your way. Um, so was it, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about um, two of the events we have posted up there right now. Uh, one of them is uh, if you are in the Carlisle area, there is a skeet shooting contest that benefits the uh, Safe Harbor uh, organization. Safe Harbor is... Uh, a nonprofit that helps homeless folks find homes in uh, areas around there, and it's a skeet shoot, twenty-five bucks per shooter, at the Carlisle Fish and Game Association on June twentieth. 
Uh, if you go to our site, PARoutReport.com, there's a link on there in relation to how you can register for the event. Uh, we also have some information up there about the event that we sponsor, uh, the PA Rut Report sponsors at the Tyrone Sportsman's Club uh, Youth Field Day put on by the, uh, Brad, help me out here. P, I'm sorry. The, the, uh, <laughs> I was looking. I was I was scrolling down for more topics. What are you talking about? I thought you were going to cover this. Come all. on now, pay attention. I'm paying attention. The Blair County Game and Fish Association is that correct? No, it is. Uh, you put me on the spot. So I'm re- I'm re- I was reading a bunch of other things. Um, Blair County Game Fish Association. Forestry Association. Yeah, it's forestry. Yes. Um, Keystone Sportsmen's for Youth is you the host for the event. We're yeah, fired. We are. We are. Fire both of us. I'm but running this show from here out. <laughs> <laughs> Rattler Doug, come on. Help us out, Rattler Doug. No, we, uh, we did the event last year. It is a great event. Um, there were about 220 kids um, from throughout areas of Pennsylvania came to Regal's Gap Sportsman's Club and participated in shooting events, archery events, uh, learning about taxidermy, trapping, uh, insects, fishing, a little bit of everything if you are a parent and want your child to be uh, involved in the outdoors and learn about all there is to know about uh, getting out there and doing stuff. It's a it's a great event. Um, and as always, check back with us on the uh, future podcast. We'll give you a little bit more information about it. But um, going back to the shameless plug of ourselves, parutreport.com. Check out the new website. Check out the event section. Check out uh, everything we have on there and give us a shout out. Um, yeah, there we go. Right? All right. Yeah. Hey. Sorry about that uh, uh, miscommunication there. We were. Uh, Don't I, apologize. He was, he was uh, Don't talking apologize. and I, you know, of course, Don't we apologize. had to follow through with upcoming comments or upcoming uh, topics and, and comments on that. And, and uh, I was taken, Brad, I was Brad, taken back by my phone. Brad was checking out his Tinder account. I don't have a Tinder account. Bullshit. Anyway. Ooh. Yeah. Bleep. 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 Um, so, so we were, we're going to lead into uh, the uh, predator hunting. Predator, predator hunting with predator, uh, predator, predator, predator. Did you ever thing. see Predator One? Pre- Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> predator. Um, scared, scared me half to death when I was young. Predator oh, hunting. Um, coyotes coming a big problem in Pennsylvania. From what I hear throughout um i hear i hear if you shoot one with a gold tag in the ear, you get two thousand dollars from the game commission well why would that be there's that's no a, way they're gonna that's be a lie one. that's a lie it's a huge lie that's a lie no we're gonna we're gonna talk about them all anyway yeah pretend they have we're, gold tags in here yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'll tell you i've been out avidly hunting for years and years and years for 20 plus years up until uh probably the last two or three years i had never seen a coyote out in the wild now, up until the last two or three yeah, years? Up until the last two or three years on so the, on the land. One. Oh, yeah. I've seen them year over year, and I've actually heard a pack of them howling behind my house, which is in an area where there should not be coyotes. Uh, they are becoming uh, a, a more and more prevalent problem in specific areas, and primarily because they eat fawns. Meat. Eat the meat. They eat the meat. They eat the fawns. Um, well, not only that, but um, just a throw this out there for the small game hunters grouse um we used to have a heck of a grouse 
population in Pennsylvania. Um, that's going downhill. Uh, and, and now I'm not sure if that's the uh, hunters or well, it can't be the hunters because heck, I've gone out and well, flushed heck. 18 grouse and well, maybe hit one and not found it. <laughs> <laughs> it's sure, it uh, sure as heck isn't PA. But Rod back, Brad. but but back in the back when I was a young buck, uh, my dad uh, took me out small game hunting quite a bit with him and my uncle and a couple other fellows. Um, we had no problem flushing. 18 to 20 some grouse uh per day that we were out going um now you know of course grouse hunting is very tough especially in the woods uh where you hunt them and uh, you don't get many of them um but to go out with a group now um you don't get too many flushes uh is that because of the coyotes uh, is that because of the fox is that because of the bobcats uh i would say that they have a major role in that Let's talk, let's talk about the fox and the bobcat because uh, Rattler Doug is a uh, specialist in those two Should we call species. him Bobcat Doug this episode? Hey, hey, yeah, they, on, on, <laughs> on, a, on a side note, we allowed to mention the name Pennsylvania Game Commission. We are. And, yes. and not, not in a derogatory way. Yes, you got to um, do whatever you want other than swear. I, okay, like yeah, I won't, I won't swear at him because I know who I am. <laughs> Any rate. <laughs> they know Rattler Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. won't swear on the podcast. It's all good stuff. It's all good stuff, right? Uh, Any rate, hey, the Fisher deal here. Um, oh, Fishers. Uh, they, let's touch base on this real quick. Um, Fishers released in what? Correct me if I'm wrong. 1972, only animal to kill a porcupine. Am I correct? That's right. That's why okay. they released them, yes. Um, You know, talking to a ton of avid turkey hunters um finds to be fishers like turkey meat more than porcupine meat uh turkeys are easier to kill than porcupines um the game commission i'm just lack of knowledge i'm gonna tell you about four to five years ago uh they opened fishers up um for trapping season um the first year they opened them opened it up it was pretty much all the management areas in pa um, all central Pennsylvania, north to south boundary lines. Um, they must have had a pretty good fisher report. The following year, they bounced it down to like four management areas. Dude, the original fishers that they put out, that the game commission put out, they all had chips put in them, correct? Okay. I, I, I heard that. I, I have no uh, evidence to back that up, but I had heard the same thing okay. as well. Um the management area that I live in, the first year that they opened this up, the man, my my management area where I where I where I live at and I do a lot of hunting um, was in that management area, has not been in that management area since. However, um, in the winter times after deer season, I do run a lot of trail cams, um, uh, you know, private land, game lands, um, seeing what's out there. Um, and fishers are becoming more and more prevalent. Um, I think we need to open up the management area on the fisher uh, harvest, uh, and let's take it to uh, let's take it to shotguns and rifles as well. And well, that's just, what I was going to ask. Not just trapping. You can't even if you have a license to. Well, I guess it's a fur taker's license, right? Correct. You, fur the original fur taker's license allows you to hunt the fishers, but you aren't allowed to shoot them. Correct. You're only allowed to trap them. Correct. You are okay. correct. Um, but I think we need to open it up to, um, you know, up to sportsmen with, uh, you know, 
that are predator hunting with a fur taker's tag to, you know, rifle, shotgun, what have you. Um, they're becoming a lot more prevalent. Uh, actually getting, actually getting more fisher pictures on trail cams than coyotes, to be honest with you. See, I've never had a fisher on my trail cam pictures. However, I have seen, uh, on my property that I hunt and 2C management area, um, I have seen uh, two fishers uh, while driving, either on my four-wheeler or on my truck up through the property, um, or I saw one uh, in stand. Um, the one in stand, I was like, what the heck is that? I thought it was a huge cat. It was the first one I saw. Um, huge house cat. And I was like, no, that's a huge tail. Um, but nonetheless, um a lot of people have not seen fishers in the woods oh, as yeah. avid hunters as they are. And I have uh, witnessed three different accounts where I've seen them. For those for those, for those, those who don't know what a, a, a fisher really looks like, it's kind of like a giant ferret. On steroids. steroids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huge. Juiced up ferret. And they're aggressive. Oh, yeah. From what I hear, oh, yeah. they Wolverine, are aggressive. Wolverine family. Wolverine yep. family. Yep. So if you corner them, if they feel threatened, they will attack They'll you. They'll come at you. They'll attack you, They'll right? They'll come at you. Oh, yeah. It's a fisher cat. Fisher cat. See, I didn't, mean, I didn't, mean, to, I didn't mean to get you guys off track of what you had planned here. I just wanted to throw that in the mix. No, that's good. No, that's I like good. it. That's, that's good. This is all, what this is all about, oh, yeah. getting thrown off track. There's, like, a, there's a fisher you cat. You see right that, that fisher cat in the middle of that picture? Look at that one right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's got its legs spread wide open. Oh. We're looking up uh, fisher cats on the internet and putting them on our on board up here. And, yeah, uh, yeah there's an inappropriate Fisher Picture cat. of Fisher cat. Fisher cat on there. Inappropriate. 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 Uh, so, uh, g- g- going back to the <laughs> fox, <laughs> the fox and the bobcat. Holy he- heck. Holy heck. We got an extra special guest that just walked in the door. Matinee. Matinee Matt. He's going to crack a beer. Matinee Matt. Matinee Matt. All right. All right. We might let him talk here. Maybe. In a little bit. We'll but, uh, anyways. The uh, the bobcat and the fox. If you're if you're going out for the bobcat, what is it that you're using, and when are you using it, and what are they reacting to? First of all, I want to say that the bobcat. I witnessed it once in two day. In, in one day, I saw two bobcats. Um, they are the most beautiful creature I've ever seen in the Pennsylvania woods, and if I had a fur taker's license, I would have shot them both. A bobcat is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in the woods in Pennsylvania. Have you seen one sitting there? Even better than me in a tree stand in full yes. camera? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's viable. That's viable. <laughs> right. Um, they are crazy cool looking, man. Yeah, you know, so this past cat season, um, I dedicated the entire – season of cat hunting uh this year to just strictly cat hunting uh i put coyotes and foxes on the back burner um reason being the year prior i got some permission to hunt a farm in bedford county um and that place was just polluted with cats um in all honesty i i i could call three four cats a night in and i'm talking it's a 12 1200 acre farm so I'm from corner to corner, so, you know, the odds of, you know, four cats one night, the odds of the same cat twice, yeah, the same cat four times, no, um, in one night. Uh, so, yeah, at any rate, you know, dedicated a lot of time this year to uh, 
the cat hunting in that season. Um, passed up on some really nice red foxes, um, some some nice grays and some yotes as well. Uh, just didn't want to pull the trigger and light the bang off at one o'clock in the morning and scare anything off that I was interested in. But uh, you know, this season, past season, unfortunately, I, d- I didn't tag out with a bobcat. But uh, you know, they're out there. They're uh, they're hard to hunt. Um, they're fun to hunt. They're the most they're the most untamed animal to try to figure out. I mean, you they're they're either so elusive or they're the dumbest freaking thing you'll ever see. Ro- Robbie, yeah, he's laughing. How many, how many, are, how many oh. are you allowed one. to harvest? One. One. I'm with I'm, with you a can fur taker's tag and you have a one fur in tag. your possession, right? What's that? One fur in your possession. As far as what, what explain yourself. one pelt in your possession. Okay. Like so, once you harvest one, you have that in your freezer. Is there a tag? That's yeah. What I'm there, yeah. There's an actual physical you got tag. tag. So okay. You, okay. Yeah. So to buy, you, you got to buy your fur takers tag, and then on your fur takers tag, the only thing you get for free with your fur takers tag is, uh, you know, twenty five dollars out of your bank account to the game commission. <laughs> That's free. That's it. That's free. You know? <laughs> That's free. <laughs> you know. Then you got to buy your. You know, uh, well, you, I'm sorry, foxes, foxes come with that. But you know, your uh, your your bobcat tag is a separate tag to purchase. Your Fisher tag is a separate tag to purchase. Yeah. Um, coyotes, you can shoot the hell out of them. Yeah, coyotes um, shoot the heck. You know, if, if, if okay. anybody anybody listening okay. to this, I'll say hell all day long. Yeah, anybody <laughs> listening to this, if, if if I'm if I'm incorrect here, the way I understand it, coyotes, anybody with a PA license, hunting license, can shoot a coyote during daylight hours you cannot hunt coyotes at night with a regular license unless you have a fur takers tag hmm, that's interesting cause um yeah a lot of guys i've been talking to they go get their hunting license they go try to hunt coyotes at night from my understanding uh you know try it if you get caught you get caught but yeah. uh i'm almost positive you're gonna have to get yourself a fur takers tag to hunt them after legal hunting hours Yep. Yeah. Hmm. yep. Yep. I'll have yep. to check into that. Because <clears throat> um, I was going to go out with a friend of mine and hunt them at night. And I don't have a fur tiger tag. So. Uh, he does. Who does? Your, Your friend. friend. <laughs> no. Who? No, he doesn't. He does. No, he doesn't. I was chuckling earlier. I was chuckling earlier because we were talking about banging stuff out at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and, um, Jesus. Sitting beside Matt. I'm Nate. sorry. Where's the cut that out? Sitting beside Matt Nate Matt. He likes to bang things out at one in the morning. About five in the morning. Four. Between four and eight. Prime time. Prime time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, uh, I thought this was a family oriented show. It is. It is. Banging, banging out. We're talking about killing. We're, talk, we're talking about killing predatory animals, is what we're talking about. Banging I'm out. I'm not sure where your mind was going. No, there. no, no, no. It's purely hunting. Purely uh, hunting. Matt, Matt is an avid, avid predator hunter. So, while we were on the uh, Cougars. Predator, predator hunting, um, calls wise, uh, do you use uh, calls that you you write from where you're sitting from a mouth call or do you put a call out electronic call out uh with a tail on it um what kind of calls do you use what works at night what works in a day what doesn't what's going on uh so my main calling system is a fox pro system um however i usually do carry about 12 different calls in my lanyard um 
while hunting. I do mix calls up a lot. I don't just turn the Fox Pro call on uh, and just let it sit there and scream nonstop on full blare. That's sort of a no-no. Um, uh, I've shot stuff doing that. I think it was just dumb luck, beginner's luck. But uh, yeah, don't 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 really try to do that. But at any rate, uh, so yeah, like I might run, uh, you know, I might run a, a bird call, and in the background I'm running on a lanyard off one of my lanyards i'm running a different style bird call um bird call you mean a bird a, a, bird in distress in distress okay. bird in distress call yeah um to some of the guys getting into predator hunting do all of the uh the veteran uh hunters a favor and uh take your rabbit squealers and throw them in a trash can because all you do is educate the predators every tom dick and harry out there squealing a freaking rabbit call and every predator out there knows that's a rabbit call. Maybe I shouldn't have told you that. Maybe I should have said, keep using your rabbit calls. That way you don't shoot anything and I get them, right? <laughs> keep using those rabbit calls. <laughs> keep using rabbit calls, number one. But, uh, yeah, it just I've been running a lot of bird calls, actually. Um, just been seeming to have better luck with that. Um, you know, hunting fox, it's no secret. Fox hunting. Uh Gray fox, they're pretty simple to shoot. You know, you turn on a gray fox popping distress call. You know, if there's a gray fox within five square miles, it's going to be there in three minutes. You know, they're pretty simple to shoot. You know, uh, red foxes, you know, a little more intelligent. Um, you know, might have to mix your calls up a little bit, but uh, you know, pretty good year actually last year for myself fox hunting. Uh, I didn't. How many did you kill? How many did you kill? I'm getting to it, man. Quit pushing me. I'm not I'm pushing. Tired. Easy, Brad. Easy, I Peter. Get up at Brad. 4 a.m., man. Um, any rate. <laughs> Jeez. So I'm trying to get you to it. <laughs> <laughs> we only got 20 more minutes. <laughs> any rate, yeah. Uh, back to the kill for last year. Didn't get to hunt as much as I wanted to. Um, four last year. Pretty shameful. Not two. But, not uh, three. Not four. Not five. <laughs> I got four last year. Not five. Not five. Not five, just four. <laughs> uh two real nice reds and uh one gray, I'll just call it a gray, and one real nice gray. Uh almost fourteen pound gray fox. That's a pretty sweet looking gray fox actually. It's a big yeah. fox. But uh that's getting tanning gonna that's gonna hang uh hang right by the uh in the bathroom right by the uh dry off towels. There you go. Yep, yep. Oh, don't yeah. don't wipe yourself oh, with yeah. it. Yep, yep. Get the fancy towels out, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we got good guests coming over. All right. Well, um, since we talked predators, we talked calls. We have talked snakes. Um, we talked our website. We talked our website. The we new website. The youth events. We youth events. Say eh? other events. Other events. If you if you have an event in the state of Pennsylvania that you want promoted. Uh, get on com. submit it to us on our contact page and uh, we'll get it up there we'll promote it for you yep. anybody looking at throwing a rattlesnake hey. hunting together get a hold of PA Rut Report there you go Yeah. there you go and keep uh, your eyes out for their website here coming this summer we're going to get them some live rattlesnake footage from some Ooh, hot yeah. den rattlesnake footage coming to you soon hot den sites it's going to be uh, good stuff it's going to get your well, attention what we're going to talk about real quick uh, is the projected rut of 2015 which that's what we're all about uh, not all about, but that's our main focus. Um, projected rut of 2015. Uh, they put out that the rutting moon 
is going to come on October 27th. Um, now, a lot of you guys out there will say that the running moon has nothing to do with it. Uh, the moon has nothing to do with it. It's all about the first week of November. Well, uh, I am still learning and still out there trying to figure it all out. But uh, on the, when it comes to the experts um, and they're telling me that this is going to happen, uh, I kind of listen to them and, and, and park my butt in the woods uh, on the 27th and afterwards. And uh, you might want to schedule your vacation days for the last week of October to the first week, two weeks of November uh, to make it happen. Rob? <laughs> <laughs> you don't uh, think it has you, you don't think it has anything to do with it do you well the running moon the moon oh yeah i, I think the moon oh you has, do i think oh good has, i thought you didn't i think the moon has everything to do with it everything everything wow i think it's all all the moon all the moon <laughs> by by the way we are experts on the rut we're the pa rut report come on we gotta be if you want to oh, know we, i mean if you know what if you want to know what's going on with the rut in your area all you got to do is go to pa rut report on facebook and take a look at our roll calls. If you're unfamiliar with what a roll call is, um, we're pretty much in the stand every day throughout archery and rifle season. And at the start of the day, we'll put a roll call post up there, and we get between 400 and 1,000 posts of people throughout Pennsylvania that are <coughs> letting us know what kind of calls are working and what kind of movement's going on in their area. Uh, what they're seeing, uh, a lot of people go on there and segment by the uh, wildlife manage management unit that they're hunting in. So uh, if you get a chance, go on Piero Report on Facebook and uh, take a look at uh, some of our roll call posts, see what we're talking about. Okay. The Ruddy Moon, which I just researched, is a week earlier than last year's running moon, which happened on November 6th. Um, that's, that's good, right? That's, that's good. great. Oh, yeah, that's that's good great. Everybody. Yeah, that's great for us archery hunters because we have another week to hunt the rut, so they say. Um, if you believe in the rut. We hope, we hope, and I hope, and I follow that um, because I, I read a lot on it, and these guys know what they're talking about. As far as I'm concerned, um, other guys with – experience think that it's just the la the first week of november the the first weekend of november whatever it may be um some guys bank on the uh halloween um the halloween's the theory the theory uh, the, the the coming into the rut um but i think it has a lot to do with the moon uh, i've read a lot of stuff and it's all about the experts and they know what they're talking about so man i'll tell you what the two weeks after that 27th moon Better be in the woods. You better be, better be in, in the woods. woods. Better get out there. Hey, we get, get your vacation going extra, on. We get an extra week of archery hunting this year. Not us. Not us. Not us. Not Only us. down in the... Um, down out east. In, like, out yeah, east. It's like down towards the Philly area, York area. <laughs> to be... There are three WMUs that are getting an extra week of archery season. And unfortunately, it's not That's bush leg. But it's a quick drive. It is, it is a quick drive. Quick drive. All right. So, anything you want to follow up on before I close out, Robbie? I do. I do. I have right. something I want to follow close up on. Close up. So, I was talking to our buddies at the uh, Juniata Trap Fitters in relation to what's going on in the rivers in the area because it is prime fly fishing time. Um, I asked them for an update, and Juniata John uh, sent me a text. He said the sulfur hatch is going on right now, fishing in the evenings. 
Soft hackles work great. Sizes 14 through 16. Emergers work well when fish start riding. Um, sulfur duns between sizes 14 and 16 are also good. Uh, for those that don't know anything about what we're talking about right now, those are all flies. This is primarily for fly fishermen. And uh, for the sake of getting matinee Mike, matinee Matt on the uh, <laughs> on the on the podcast here, I'm gonna I'm gonna have him give us a little bit of an explanation about where he'll be fishing next week if he feels so intrigued to do so in New York. Matinee Mike, go ahead. Matt, 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 sorry. This is Matinee Mike slash Matt. I'll be fishing in Roscoe, New York, and for all of you fly fishermen out there, it needs no explanation. It is the fly fishing capital of the world. It houses the fly fishing museum for the country, and basically the entire town runs on flies. If you want groceries, go somewhere else. They only sell flies in this town. <coughs> it's in the Catskills, upstate New York. If you are a good fly fisherman, I would recommend going there. If you are a crappy one, I recommend going, recommend going there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right. Thank you, Matt Name Matt. Matt Name Matt coming in with a little speech <laughs> on the New York fly fishing. Oh, yeah. And if, if you are a... Uh... Sometimes you screw up names and ideas. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. It happens. If you happen if you happen to be a Showtime aficionado, uh, check out a uh, billionaire, billions. billions, billionaire, billions, billions coming, billions, yeah, it's, coming. it's coming next year. All right, so All right. we're gonna close out. You done talking, Robbie? No. Okay, but go, go ahead and close that in. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna close out. Hey, we're, we're, uh, let's let's let's, let's uh, yeah. Jesus. Well, you go next I time. asked you if you were done. Quit interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> Quit interrupting me. Every show, every every podcast. It's like two old women over here. PA Rep Brad, bully. Quit being yet? a bully. I was gonna thank uh, Rattler Doug. I'm gonna do that too. You want to do it? You want to do oh, it? You I just did it. You want to turn? I just did it. You want to do it? It's, it's done. All it's right. done. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. Thank you, Rattler Doug. We appreciate you coming in. Hopefully, you come back for another podcast. We, you had a lot of good information. Uh, it was all good. If you want a uh, rattlesnake tong, go to westloopwrangler.com. It's coming in. If you want one right now, Get on com. Message us in the contact session. We'll get you one. Um, we would like to thank uh, a couple of our partners, uh, hunga-manga.com. That is our broadhead company. Uh, they have great broadheads. Uh, it's a it's a retractable mechanical broadhead. Uh, great broadhead. We're going to test it out this year and uh, make it happen. Uh, we want to do Scared Fishless. Uh, they are on Facebook uh, slash Scared Fishless. And uh, you can catch us on, uh, on uh, Facebook uh, slash PA Report. Uh, and the uh, JuniataTroutFitters.com. Go back go. to Scared Fishless. ScaredFishless.com on the web. Uh, and that's about it. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Folks. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got to thank Matinee Matt. Matinee Matt. Matinee Matt. Thanks for coming in for a little matinee there. <laughs> All right, you guys have a good night. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in. And I knew his name, and it was good to see him again. Cause in the wind, he's still alive. Oh, Fred Bear, walk with me.
It was kind of dark.